0: Poso maoni wēk, work nā kitanini moa, a josh kīpētai a posnōtaman a yom MITW podcast, a josh pīspētai a posnāpi nōtaman, nā he seki mākā a josh mātāme nē
1: Welcome to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. We are your host, Gary Dodge.
0: And Sheena On this episode, we are again joined by guest Vaughn Bowles, public information officer for the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin. I would like to remind people that we request that you send in your COVID-19 related questions into us at podcast at MITW.org. Welcome, Vaughn. Hey, thanks, guys. Um, So, <clears throat> Vaughn, uh, recently you've sent out a PSA from... Dr. Slagle and um, in that PSA she spoke about reinfection in the community um, is there like a rule of thumb that people should follow for that
2: as far as immunity goes right now we, we have had someone that may either have gotten reinfected with COVID-19 or had a, um, a resurgence of, of symptoms right now um, there aren't many hard and fast rules for COVID um, but if someone has had it um, we're not sure because there isn't a lot of, you know, hard data right now um, about reinfection. And so assume there is a possibility for reinfection um, and and take, you know, similar precautions as if you have not had it yet. You know, wear masks, physically distance yourself, um, and, and take the, the possibility of reinfection as something that is um, a possible outcome given the situation. And the fact that there are multiple strains of, of COVID-19 out there. Um, you can be reinfected. So, um, take precautions, you know, don't say, I've got it, I'm immune, I'm, I'm fine, and go skipping down the road, you know, remember, you could get it again, and you could also spread it to other people, so, yeah, keep those, keep those points in mind.
0: Also, in that same PSA, she talked about protecting elders and chronically ill. Um, what are some steps that we can take to help protect our more vulnerable vulnerable friends and, and relatives?
2: So very much like um, combating any sort of virus, you want to um, keep your environment clean. Clean high frequency areas and items that get touched a lot, doorknobs, phones, um, refrigerators. Um, restrooms anything like that should be cleaned on a regular basis to help decrease any sort of infection Um, again CDC and multiple health organizations are still recommending um, the usage of masks Um, you know if you can use something along an N95 KN95 but if not um, you know use a cloth mask also recommended is physical distancing stay more than six feet apart Um, you know if you if you keep those in mind that that does help a lot of people Um, right now we have uh, a lot of people in our community that live with elders Um, if you live with your elderly people you want to try to limit your exposure um, to the outside you know keep things simple go to work get groceries hunt by yourself you know do introverted types of activities Um, but just limit your time to individuals outside of you know your immediate household Um, and you know treat treat going out Um, kind of like uh, a hazmat situation, you know, if you come back, consider showering off, you know, just to make sure you you aren't carrying anything back into your house. If you don't live with elderly relatives, um, think about who you might be coming into contact with or spending time with, because those individuals may have elderly individuals in their household. So, um, you know, think a a couple, a couple, you know, orders of magnitude away from yourself to to help prevent, um, you know, infecting the elderly.
0: So kind of going along with that same question <clears throat> we do have isolation homes that are available for people to use right b- from the tribe correct right correct are those being utilized
2: Yeah, right now we have uh, three facilities that we're using with the tribe for isolation, all three of them are in use, I believe all three of them are at maximum capacity right now, so we're trying to limit the spread of COVID um, through the use of those isolation facilities as much as possible. So yes, we do have them, yes they are being used.
1: Uh, why should people wait for a few days after they've been exposed to get tested and how long so, do they need to wait?
2: Yeah, this is this is something we've talked about a couple times, um, but it definitely can be reviewed. You know, when you are first infected, um, there's something called a viral load inside of your body. Um, it's just the volume of viral particles um, that are in the bloodstream and whatnot. Uh, and it takes several days for the test to be able to pick that load up. Um, they're only so sensitive. And so... On a regular basis we tell people if you have been exposed um, you'll want to wait between four and six days before getting tested that way um, your body will have enough virus to give an accurate account of um, the virus within your body you know if you get tested before that it's going to come back negative whether you have it or not um, because the test is only so sensitive and so we usually have people wait a few days like I said four to six Um, before getting tested. And that'll give you a more accurate picture of if you have the virus or not.
1: Okay. And then uh, why are some people getting rapid tests uh, and other people have to get their sent out? And then can you kind of explain the difference between the tests?
2: Yeah. So if I was my big brother, I'd say because we like some people more than others, but that's just not the case. Um, So what we have going on is it's, it's basically a a question of supply at this time um, we have a limited number of rapid tests that come into the clinic uh, from indian health services and they also have a very specific and limited run time um, the manufacturer recommends that when you get sampled for a rapid test that it's run um, within one hour of sampling otherwise it, it basically invalidates the test results um, so we can only run eight of those tests per hour that said the clinic is running between 12 and 24 tests per hour um, and we just don't have that many tests so not everyone can get a rapid test Um, it's not that we you know dislike or prefer individuals Um, we would we would love to be able to give a rapid test to everyone so uh, it's just we we don't we just run out Um, so who we're using rapid tests for this time is individuals with active symptoms um, who haven't been quarantined those are our first priorities. And the reason for that is um, if those people are experiencing symptoms um, and they're they're experiencing viral shed at that time, and we want to find out whether those individuals need to be isolated or quarantined as quickly as possible so we can um, kind of sequester them out of the community and protect the community as quickly as possible. Um, if, you know, regardless of whether you got a rapid test or not, um, you know the the results would be the same you'd be asked to either isolate or quarantine Um, and so really we're trying to use those as an effective means of you know keeping the public safe you know everyone else you know whether you get the rapid test or the test that's sent out you're going to be isolated if you're positive we're asking you to isolate if you're positive so just a limited supply we wish we could do more so that's why not everyone's getting the rapid test
1: is there a safe way for uh, families to celebrate Thanksgiving together this year?
2: You know, the CDC has actually got a great page on recommendations r- regarding Thanksgiving and family get-togethers this year. Uh, some of the things that they recommend is, you know, if, if you are going to get together with family members, um, one way to, to limit, you know, possible spread of viruses is bring your own, you know, food, drinks, plates, cups, and utensils, um, wear masks when you come and go. Um, if you're eating store your masks so they don't get spilled on because masks become significantly less effective if they're wet Um, they also say avoid um, high frequency areas where food is prepared like the kitchen um, and use like single option um, packets of you know dressings and things like that also consider using you know disposable containers for food you know paper plates plastic utensils things that don't have to be washed or reused Um, simply just used and tossed Um, that'll limit you know everyone's exposure to how how much you know bacteria and viruses can be shared Um, if you're hosting some of the other things they talk about um, and this may work slightly better in you know warmer climates is having your meal outdoors um, or with just friends and family that are just in your immediate local community and stuff uh, that way there's not um, transfer of viruses, you know, across state lines or county lines, um, and you're not, you know, bringing together new potential uh, potential contacts and stuff for the virus. Um, they also recommend, you know, keeping your group numbers small, you know, lim- limiting it to 10 or less. Um, you know have conversations beforehand with your your family members you know talk about the need to social distance the need to um you know keep things clean and the need to you know disinfect those surfaces that we talked about earlier um if you are going to be sharing food they they suggest having one person do the serving with those single use type utensils um and I, the last recommendation they make that is probably the safest if if you want to get together there's always the option of having a virtual Thanksgiving. I technology's moved a long way. You could do Skype calls, Zoom calls, Facebook, Google. there are lots of options out there. Um, and if you get together virtually, yeah, you can't exchange hugs, but in, in the same note, you can't exchange viruses either. so that's that's the safest one that they would recommend. so those are some of the things we can do for the holidays.
1: Is there anything else you'd like to add?
2: You know, um, there's a lot of a lot of stress caused by this situation right now especially with the spread that we've had on the reservation um, but you know if we if we continue to take the the steps that have been recommended all along um, we can decrease the amount of, of covid spread in the community um, and that'll save lives in the end and we, we really appreciate your help because we really are partnering together as family and communities to, to make sure we can all stay safe and healthy so thank you for considering the recommendations. Um, and following them to the best of your ability.
1: Waiwanan, for listening to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also listen to the podcast on menominee-nsn.gov under the Community tab. Keep up to date by following us on Facebook at MITW Podcast. We do weekly updates with Vaughn and welcome any community questions you have regarding COVID-19. Please send them in to us via email at podcast at MITW.org.